Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Hey everyone, welcome back. So we just learned a whole bunch of stuff uh starting to put together the puzzle pieces of what's going on who's involved and it seems like it's boiled down to two forces those trying to get behelit into this world and those opposing it and a lot of these factions are now falling into place about just which side they are on or what side they seem to be on and for the family it seems like their fates are mirroring something that has already happened in this world, but sort of failed. And that is allowing this to happen on your own terms, under your own circumstances and situations, and then defeating it if necessary. A car was jumping on board. And Akari was jumping up and down on fully. <laughs> like a trampoline? So, like a trampoline. Well, oh my god. Is he awake yet? <laughs> He's not awake yet. Char- Charity very specifically made sure he was not going to be conscious for like a yeah, good while. Yeah, he was going to be out for a few hours, yeah. Cool, Several cool. Hours, yeah. Um, another round of tea and, and cakes are being brought by the different puppets set down in front of you with sort of clicking, ticking motions and sounds, and they retreat again to the different areas of this gigantic laboratory. Um, The soft kind of yellow light of lamps bouncing off of the green jade at your feet is causing kind of a nice green glow around on everything. So, how would you like to continue? So, Arben, I think it's your turn to answer some questions, right? Uh, what kind of questions do you want from me? I start going over to him. Church is going to hold up saying, No, there was something in in the writings. Um, and he's going to uh, pull out one of the, the bounty flyers. Or not bounty flyers. One of the journals of Silas Neverwoe. Yes. Israk, Vimeris told us that these were druidic, but he could not read them. What do these say? These are the journals of Lias Neverwoe, the drow elf who killed Corin and Aurora. He was assigned that bounty by the Riddle Machina. Continue. <laughs> also described himself as the deadliest creature in existence, which Vimeris and Charity both got a good laugh about after they'd killed him. Yeah, after Vimeris killed him. I mean, you did a lot of damage, but Vimeris dealt the killing blow. Which was appropriate for his character arc. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily. Uh, he, the puppet, uh, hooded puppet, takes it um, and sort of kind of puts it away from its face. And it, it sort of puts it close to its face and then further away. And then it sets it on the ground and it begins to um, gather a few herbs uh, from one of the tables down below with the help of another puppet sprinkles the herbs over the text Um, and you hear kind of a whispered chant just a little bit and then it fucking puppet (laughs) and then the puppet wipes off the the ground herbs and sprinkles it to the floor. And what's left is a little bit of a kind of black chalky residue over the the words that were ha- you were having trouble with. And it simply says, uh, whispers unseen. Oh, well, that helps. Thanks. <laughs> Charity's eyes will flick back and forth. That feels like a lot of effort to hide that 
Does that mean something to you, Israk? No, it doesn't. Well, or rather, it it does seem familiar, as if I had purposefully forgotten it. God, no, great. Damn that waterfall! I mean, Lias was writing that he never should have joined the Riddle Machina. He never should have gone there. He's experiencing regret over it, wasn't he? And that's where he inscribed those runes. Whispers unseen. Huh. Is it some way to... to deal with the Riddle Machina? If you never see them in the first place, would you ever forget them? That is curious. Hmm. I sort of wish I would have remembered that. I know how you feel. Well, why did you make yourself forget then? I used the waterfall to make me remember things. I don't know how you guys feel at all, and I am not on board with this. Yes, the forlorn mindfuls are beautiful things. Wow, those things really did have different names. Huh. What are they called now? The Emerald Falls. Oh. And at one point, some elves traveling from... What's <laughs> a stupid thing? <laughs> uh, some elves that we met on the road called them the uh, Mysterium of Memory. That's a better name, but... There's also like a whole shtick there about buying emeralds, releasing emeralds, etc. That's weird. Right? I didn't use an emerald, no. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's fine. Alright, so Whispers Unseen, Whispers Unseen, that's very helpful. Not... Burbage put his hand up to his mouth and said that to, I guess, Israg. <laughs> Not. So now do we question Arben? Uh, what more information could Arben have to give us? That's a genuine question. Arben, what do you have? Tell us or we'll have Hakari kill you or something. Uh, doesn't sound great. Uh, listen, I don't know much else. I know some of the inner workings of the Pale Spiders, but that's about it. Um, when was the last time you were in Federo? Well, it's been quite a while, and my understanding is that something very bad might be happening there. It's snowing every day in Federo. I love snow! Right. But that's bad for a coastal desert town. Why? It's not supposed to snow. It's hot. It should snow everywhere. Technically speaking, it's just dry, not hot. Deserts are defined by moisture, not temperature. Oh my god. Well, Federo is hot. Federo is hot. So, it's weird. I was asking Ponway about it. He seems to know what's going on, but he won't tell me. And I didn't like that. What did Ponway send you here to do? To talk to Israel Devere or to kill him? I told you that he sent me here to talk to him, but that's not true. I went on my own accord. You came to talk to him because Ponway wouldn't talk to you, which, incidentally, Ponway not disclosing the truth is up there for most noticeable characteristic, along with the monkey. Hey, here's a question. So if Ponway and the Pale Spiders want to bring Behelet in on their own terms and then kill her right quick, right? Because that's what they want to do. Um, don't they need charity for that? Oh, the Pale Spiders had no idea that they had chosen a vessel already. That seems very advanced in the process. I thought this would be something I told my great-grandchildren about to watch out for. Are you going to tell them that they've chosen a vessel? Just curious. Just a curious question. Uh, he sort of now looks nervously around at all of you. Insight roll. 
Uh, it seems like good information to tell them, yes. Huh. I'm gonna whisper into my sigil thing. Charity's gonna kind of cover his head. Oh. He, he's not leaving this cave. Whatever the fuck we're in. This is messaged through the sigil. Okay. To the family. You're going to hear back. In all likelihood, no, he isn't. Charity is going to sort of make no mistake. I am Caller and Charity of the family. I will protect my family and I will live the life that so many people have tried to take from me. I will not be giving it to Behelet or to those who seek to stop her. But if they have a clone of you, Maybe you won't have to. But are they trying to clone me, or is the blood directly part of the the avatar process? I'm afraid for that you'll have to find the book. Right. You need to find the book. Arben, you suspected back on the iceberg that Foley might have been sent to kill you? Is that right? I I wondered it. He he doesn't seem to be who he said he was, but I you know, he was the only friend I had on an iceberg. So I don't know, he also got kinda close. Well Foley is against Poneway. So Foley is on the side of Behelet, presumably. He works and for Yizak, doesn't he? He works for Yizak, who is a representative of Behelet, at least if Shenik's correspondence is to be trusted. Speaking of which, I did mention in the last episode that I had some information about a potential bounty on somebody in this room. Israk Devere? I'm not going to withhold this from you because you seem like an alright guy, brain, puppet, whatever you are. Pretty sure Yizak has sent somebody to kill you. Uh, he said as much in a letter wow. to Shenik, and I don't know if that person is Foley, in which case we have nothing to really worry about because he's incapacitated, but if it's somebody else, we might want to just, you know, be wary, if you know what I mean. One of the puppets moves on the other side of Arbin and slowly looses the blades from the wrists and then just stands there. Yes. Yizik's been trying to kill me for quite a while. Why? How is he involved in this? Rebellion against his father, I assume. Are you his father? father? You know, you know how children are. Guys, 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 guys. Guys, you know what to do. Three, two, one. <gasps> right. It just sounds like we can't. It just sounds like we can't breathe, you guys. It's not <laughs> like gasping, really. We sound like we're dying. Yeah. Well. So I guess that explains the whole name with a double Z in the middle of it, with a vowel initial, which not that common, honestly. Yes. It runs in my family. Why does he have? Does five shadows run in your family? What? I read somewhere that he has five shadows. Yeah. I don't. He only had two when I knew him. Why does he have two shadows? What the hell? Uh, long story. Do tell. Whoa, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> what is Yizek and how is he involved in this? And why, why the multitude of shadows? Why is he bringing demons into this world and calling it a fire blight? I mean, we know that the fire blight is just yeah. rumors and they create a cult just to spread misinformation to get people off of the truth, which is that Behelet is returning to this world. But yeah, how does Isaac fit into all this? No, that that's the thing. The fire blight. Pornway suggested it's it's not it's not about destruction. The, the the words that Rin said to him not all fire 
It's meant to destroy. That's not about destroying it. It's about Purify. finding things. Purify. Maybe purifying. <laughs> Darcy just whispering suggested words in the background. Finding what things? What all is involved in this process? Do you need magic items or anything for it? Uh, yes. I'm sure there are many items you would need very specifically. Do those items burn up easily? For purifying things. <laughs> for purifying. I would say that no, they don't burn up easily. Magic items, powerful enough to summon a god into this world. I had a piece of wood that wasn't supposed to burn, but then I put it in some hellfire and it definitely burned. You think I should go get my money back? From that poor old man? No. He was so sad. Buy Elsewhere. That was his, the name of his store. Buy Elsewhere in Melmond. Weird place. All right, so wait, so, so, but, but Poneway is, is opposed to the Fireblight, right? His number one goal in the world is to save Federo from it. But if he had already known about all of this, shouldn't he have seen the signs that were leading to Behalit coming into this world? I, Poneway was among the brightest even for his young age at the time there's no chance that he does not already know and has not already put things into motion that would help prevent this he employed us he gathered us so if she if he if he's been keeping shit from you arbin that kind of seems like maybe you should keep shit from him right he's a sketchy motherfucker Yep. That doesn't understand. Why is he trying so hard to keep the fire blight? Ponway was the one that that led closing the doors and the borders and examining every single ship that came in. I think he's behind the snow, which I suppose is fire retardant. But Ponway's been ousted from the high priests. He's not a part of him anymore. They kicked him out, uh, and I haven't seen him in a week. Sounds like revenge. Or a couple, a week before that I even left. So who's in charge of the Temple of Rin now? Don't say Yizek. Well, that'd be Yizek. Ah, you said Yizek. Damn it. Oh, man, I knew it was going to be him. And again, what's Yizek's role in all this? Like, why does he have a stake in this? Why would he want Behela to come? Is he really just rebelling against you, Izrak? Or does he, you know, maybe have actual convictions and beliefs about power and magic and death and life and love and laughter? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he's one-dimensional. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that's easy then. No, my my son is under the belief that, well, it was good that Rin came into this world. That she did something, or prevented something, and left on her own terms. And that Behelet is here to do the same. Legit, no one even knows what Rin did. I don't know how he can draw that conclusion. That seems really erroneous. Well, the world did not be destroyed. Well, we don't know that, right? She's a fucking goddess. She could have completely remade the world and you wouldn't know. Uh, I have not considered that. Well, wait a minute. The one thing we do know, that I know, that I'm pretty sure about, that Rin did while she was here, is that she gave us a very powerful weapon. And if Corin and Aurora and Israk here could see into the future in some way and try to pass messages forward to try to affect the future, 
is it possible that Rin also could see what was to come after her with Behelet, and that that is why she spurred Arian into going in search of Pelototh's tooth. Did she know that that tooth, that bright fang, would be needed in the fight against Behelet? And that is why she set in motion events that would lead to me having it, in which case Burbage will take one of the cushions, the bean bags, and put it back over him. <laughs> the gods see far differently than we do. They see into the future. They see all things. You are not hidden from them. Behelet knows you are here right now speaking to me. Haha, <laughs> no, she doesn't. Yeah, she might not. That's something we haven't told you yet. Charity, Stormbringer, who wants to tell? Akari, do you want to tell him? Do you know what we're talking about? All right, who wants to say? She isn't able to see us. Or at least she wasn't. She was terrified by that fact. She mobilized a significant chunk of her forces in order to make us findable, to acquire my blood, to... I I don't know. That is some good news. If Behelet cannot see what you are doing, she cannot tell how you are moving against her, what your plans are. Keep them secret. Keep them to yourself. Trust only your family. Yes. Yes. Mm. This is good. This is good for you. Whatever the reason, make sure it continues. Well, see, that's kind of hard, dude. That's really fallacious. Like, we don't know what the reason is, so how can we make sure it continues? Okay, now we're back to bad again. You should definitely know the reason why all of a sudden a god cannot see you. Look, I'm really bad at riddles, so I don't think that's very fair. Maybe just tell me. It happened twice. There have been two separate occasions of it from what we found on the dead bodies of her servants that came for us. One was when we killed an abomination, an Alhoon, in its cave. I do not know what else was related to it, but the second, and which is potentially included up until now, has extended longer. And it dates from when Vimeris encased himself in the ice. I am not sure what those things have in common, but whatever you're doing, keep it up. Thanks. You wearing the same socks, or or did you part your hair on the left side that day, or could it be a socks? Whatever it is, well, don't change it. You're um, you're extremely helpful with that. Thanks, Israk. What's your connection with Pelototh? We talked to him, you know. And do you know how I might I get know. my my weapon back? He seemed like kind of a tough cookie, if you know what I mean. Right, everybody? Yeah. Uh, I would never say this to him directly. But even I am scared of Pelotov. <laughs> He's a friend of mine. Old, old friend. Grew very weary with this world. I offered him a, a way to live out his days in peace... And he, in return, offered to be a gatekeeper for me. Mutually beneficial. Cool, cool. Sounds like a good arrangement. Good arrangement for you. Stormbringer had to lick your blue orb. That was weird. Yeah, and now I'm going to lick everything, because that seemed like a good way to solve things. So thank so... you so much for that. <laughs> yeah, thanks for giving me a new way to problem solve. Arm wrestling and licking. 
Charity looks like he's close to just beginning to weep into his hands. <sighs> Burbage. The only comfort I might be able to provide, though I do not know if it is accurate, who the hell can with what we're dealing with. Gods are not fully understandable, right? You stopped it. Maybe Rin provided that weapon because it was going to be important for you to have it. But maybe the reason that it was important for you to have it was to return it to the dragon who had it taken from them. The dragon who now knows that a god is attempting to come into this world again. A dragon who didn't seem real pleased with the results of the last time a god came into this world. Hmm. Because... point there, Charity. Isrek, do you think Elatov might help us? Um... You would have to ask him, I'm afraid. I cannot speak for a dragon. They are very fine in speaking for themselves. Yeah, but, but you're his friend. You know him. You know, certainly. you give us kind of a lowdown, you know? I know that he is very happy to be rid of the world of hate and prejudice and fear. You would have some convincing to do to ask him to return and any real capacity. For someone who's against hate and prejudice and fear, he sure did have some hateful and prejudiced things to say about small people. Just saying. It's not his fault that small people are often weak. And deceptive and evil and tricky. Did he say that? Yeah, he said a bunch of things. Oh, I don't agree with those things. I wasn't was listening to him. Gross overgeneralization. It in his defense, everyone is small and weak compared to Pelotov, yes. He was not singling out halflings, of course. He quite enjoyed halflings. True. As an aperitif, or...? <laughs> oh, no, no. He had quite a quite a fond relationship with a female halfling. Forget her name. So long ago. Arian. I just said it five minutes ago. Arian. Forgive me, I am forgetful at times. Yes, that was it. Arian. You're literally only a brain. <laughs> and thus, it takes up a lot of brain power to operate these machinations. And then you see the two puppets do a little dance where they raise their elbows in the air and then their knees and then both their knees and their elbows at the same time. Wow. And then they stop. That was amazing. You're amazing. Thank you. Alright, well. So let's kick Foley away? You, are, you want to question Foley now? Yeah, we need to ask him about Yizek, and then we need to decide what we're doing with, um, with our buddies. Alright. That sounded a, a bit threatening, by the way. Oh, sorry, it wasn't meant to be threatening. Just a bit. I'm so sorry, Urban. Everything she says sounds threatening. Have you seen her look at a pineapple? <laughs> they are delicious. Uh, so how do we work fully up? Kicking? Hard kicking? Do we really want him awake? He's he's. We did tie him up and everything, right? And like, yeah. yes, he's yeah. completely bound. Disarmed him, etc. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you, you, I mean, you want to go check it again or something? Or... Yeah, probably. Okay. I say if he's tied up and disarmed, we should wake him up. Yeah, you walk over, his hands are behind his back, he's kind of laying on them, unconscious. Um, you flip him over, uh, his hands just flop out to the side, there are no restraints on him. What? We totally tied him up. Oh, 100%. Yeah. What the fuck? Did he get out of his... Did he get out of his... rope? I'm drawing my elven blade. I'm totally drawing my axe and my shield. What the fuck is going on? Puppets, was this your doing? Do you untie him with one of your wrist blades? 
Are there ropes there? You look around. You don't see any. Hikari, did you kick his ropes away accidentally? You kicked pretty hard. When you were jumping on (laughs) him. You didn't jump on him. Did you accidentally cast some kind of rope disappearing spell? Guess I could have. I'll look around. Okay, I find some ropes that I threw away in my passion. (laughs) Ah! There are no, there are no ropes. Oh, there aren't. Okay. <laughs> that you threw away is, a patch. Is he still unconscious? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you, I mean, you want to double check him or? Yes. He is not moving. Yeah. I want to check him to see if uh, he has any magical items on him, or okay. See if I think. Can he does. I check if he's unconscious first before you start touching him? Sure. <laughs> um it's a med check. Sure. Yep. Nine. With a nine, he doesn't seem to be moving. He's either unconscious or dead. Probably mm-hmm. unconscious. You think his chest is moving up and down? Fifteen for medicine from charity, because he's now a little worried since he did the initial check. Uh Charity, you can tell that the breath is very slowed, that the heart rate is really low. He is probably completely unconscious due to that. You even poke him a little bit with a pin uh, on a fingertip. Doesn't seem to react. Pretty sure he's unconscious. Um, everyone keep watch on him. Uh, and then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat a. Sh- Beat him up if he tries to hurt you. Kill him. How would I check for like a magical item or anything that might have I don't know. Particularly anything that would have like caused him to automatically become unbound? Yeah, right. Because yeah, because we tied him up after he was unconscious. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, uh you could do an investigation check, see if he has anything on his person. Seventeen. Yeah. And guidance, I assume? Yeah, because I knew it was coming and I could wait long enough. 21. 21. Very nice. Um, You search him really well. Besides his clothes, he has nothing at all on him. You know he had, like, a, a weapon and, like, some bolts and stuff. Um, and You don't see any of that at all. I'm gonna tie I mean, him back he, up. He dropped the he dropped the weapon, so he doesn't. You definitely don't. You didn't let him have that or anything like that. But sorry, and then Stormbringer, you're gonna tie him back up. Yeah, and like watch him very very closely. <laughs> I'm just staring at him to see what happens. Right, yeah. Disappear. You bind him really well around the arms, the hands, the legs. Uh, you even tie the arms to the legs. Uh, yeah, it's. He is really well bound. I would also like to remind you that because I did really good checks against the patients or whatever her name was and also with Roburn, like if this is a riddle machina, I should be able to make some sort of check to see if they're here. Would be able to make a check, yeah. Do I need to make that check? You do not need to, no. you, You remember fully. You see fully in front of you. You look away, you look back, you remembered him the entire time he was there, yeah. We don't... Do we see anything happening with the ropes? Nope. Well bound. Everything, yeah, his arms, his hands, everything is tied up really well. Well, guys, now that we have him tied up again, I think we can safely wake him up and ask him some questions. Oh, no. No, this is not safe. Something's going on. I think we need to get Israq to safety and get all of us somewhere else, and then we can deal with this. Oh, I'm not leaving. (laughs) I can't anymore. My days of travel are done. Literally, I can just carry your brain. You're fine. You don't need legs. I, I need the contraption that I am in currently. I can carry that too. I'm very good at carrying things. You cannot carry the jade floor that it sits on. You cannot carry the... Hey, I'm a Goliath. Well, I know that Goliaths can carry double 
as if they were a large-sized creature. Yeah. Yes, I know. I, I know the meta. I, Cherry, this is looking around. What the fuck happens to everyone occasionally? <laughs> hey, Israk, we met somebody yes. who had a special sort of device, sort of object, uh -huh. that he told us that we could use to communicate with him from great distances. Would you happen to have anything like that that we could use to communicate with you after we leave here? Because that could be very useful. Oh. You would have to find... Uh, you would have to find a rabbit. God, nothing's easy, is it? <laughs> All right, a rabbit. We're just going to start writing this down. Speak to the rabbit. Tell it that you know of the Jade Place. And that if they can get a message to Israq Devere, and then say the message, and that should get to me. Only rabbits, though, not jackrabbits or bunnies. I think B bunnies, bunnies are rabbits. Were you were you going for hares? No, bunnies are foul creatures. They're not birds. They're not rabbits. Birds. Yes, rabbits. What? So it has to be an adult rabbit. Sure. Okay, we're putting we're doing some of the heavy lifting here for you, aren't we, Isrek? Okay. Um, but for real, you guys, I'm a little worried that like the Riddle Machina are coming to kill Isrek, or they just took something important off Foley's body and then tied him, or something else did that. And I just think we need to shore up our defenses, like right the fuck now. If we're staying yeah, that's here, important. we need to do something. That, that that's very important, but, but, but Isrek, one more thing. How would we get a message back from you? Would, would it be a rabbit? Jesus Christ. You'd have He's to gonna like, be listen, dead. Listen for then a squirrel. Listen for a squirrel? Yes, an adult squirrel. You know, Lias Neverwell spent almost a year as a squirrel after his first attempt at killing Corin and Aurora. Little known fact. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Really interesting. All right. What were you saying, Snowbringer Mountain? He's going to be dead, so there's no point in knowing how to send him a message. Wait, Israk's going to be dead? Did I miss yeah. That? What? Why is he going to be dead? Because they sent someone to kill him, and that someone's probably here, and we're just standing oh. here like assholes. I mean, oh. you technically did bring him here with you, yes. Well, <laughs> the yeah, person yeah. Kill him, sure. I say we save. I say we save Israk's life from whoever's been sent to kill him. I say that's our next, uh, our next mission, and then after that, we travel to find the uh, the process Avatarama. Um, I don't think it ends in Rama. Avatar, Avatar, Fer, Fergully. Yeah, Ferngully. We're gonna go find Ferngully. The process Avatar Ferngully, unobtainium. Yeah. Hey guys, remember when we got onto the iceberg, and we and 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 Hikari realized that we were further north than the furthest north continent called Far North. Um, I don't remember that part. That was kind of funny, eh? It would almost be like if there was some really rare, unobtainable material being called unobtainium. Unobtainium. Is this, is this relevant to the current... Process Avatar Nama! What? <laughs> Next to you, as you ask that question, Stormbringer, you're going to sadly hear Charity. No. No, it isn't. Can, can we just... Andy, can we just, like, wait? Can we just wait until somebody attacks Israel? Can we just stay here, pass sure. time, rest, and wait for a fight? Uh, who votes for that? I'm raising my hand. <laughs> um, I guess as long as we watch fully. Hakari's on board. Always. And any other information that we might need... From Israq, after we save his life, you're welcome, Israq. Uh, we can get through the whole rabbit squirrel situation. That's true, yes. Yeah. I have a question for Israq, real quick. I'll allow it. Thank you. I was going to ask it anyway, but 
<laughs> in your opinion, Ponway, does he know what's going on? And is his attempt to keep Federo safe important to all this? Perhaps. If Ponway understands what's going on, he may make it seem like he is only concerned with the fire blight when actually he is concerned with what the fire blight is doing and that's that's what what's the fire blight doing seems to me like it's the quickest way to look for certain items have you in your travels ever come across a, a land that has been touched by this fire blight yeah, like multiple <laughs> times. Oh, yeah. Did anything survive the fires? I got a wicked good magic axe from one of them. Okay. There was this sphere that survived the fire blight in Wiccap. It contained some sort of demonic cat with a revenge boner for someone called Lucian. I got stuck in that sphere later and it sucked. Yeah, that was weird. So are you saying that magic items don't burn up? I mean, I don't think we can definitively state that, no. Some magic items. Some magic items don't burn up. Powerful ones. Yeah. Well, I don't think we can definitively state that either. Durable ones. Mine is a durable battle axe, and it didn't burn up. So they're only burning down cities and villages and killing all these people just as a sort of sieve to find powerful magical items. Is that it? It would make sense if the process requires such items. This would be the quickest, one of the quickest ways to obtain them. I'm not sure of it, but... I assume after we used the items, we would have dispersed them throughout all the world. You used the items for your process of bringing Rin into Maywin. Is that it? Certainly. Certainly we would have. Now they're gathering the same items or similarly powerful magical items to try to bring Behelet into charity as a vessel. All right, and they're using the fire blight, or slash fire elementals from the elemental plane to find said items. That would mean that if Ponway believes that, there is something still very, very powerful in Federo. And he does not want it found. Of course, that's just a guess. (laughs) Maybe he's just... Scared of fire? I don't know. <laughs> there is a being in Federo. Under Federo. The voice of Behelet. That's interesting. So Behelet has agents already in Federo. I suppose they are looking specifically for them something. I'm sorry, I cannot tell you what would be in Federo. I've been staring at Foley this whole time. Has anything changed? <laughs> Give me a perception check. 16. Nope. Unconscious. Tied up. And still tied? Still okay. tied. And I can nice. see the ropes? You can definitely see the ropes. Yep. Okay. You pull on them, make sure they're real. Yep. Totally real. All right. So, step one, wait here for an assassin to be sent by the Riddle Machina to kill Israk Tvir. Wait, why do they want to kill Israk? Because he has all this information that's going to help. I think it's probably because they know that Israk knows all of this, despite having gone through the Emerald Falls, or whatever he called them. It's too late. We got the information. That's good. Um, Okay, so we wait for somebody to come, and we fight them and kill them. Two, we travel to the mountains, talk to the Goliaths, have a little chat and get a hold of the process fern gully uh what's that other one the other one that you know the, the dances disney, with wolves dances with wolves and the disney the animated one with sakajawea is that what? one oh, God. Pocahontas. No, Pocahontas. 
Pokemon is not psychedelia. <laughs> this stuff feels a little yeah. racist. No, By I... the way, if you can't tell what Adam's doing, he's taking the movie Avatar, which is basically a copy of like Pocahontas and Ferngully and Dances with Wolves. And every other white savior complex movie. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing that. The process <laughs> Pocahontana. The process <laughs> Last Samurai? Yep, yep. <laughs> yes, Last Samurana. Last Samurana. <laughs> Alright, and then step three, we go to Federo and wrap all this up with some heroism and, uh, you know, some good old-fashioned detective work, maybe. Maybe probably in reversed order. Um, how's that sound, everybody? Sound good? This sounds good. Should we uh, wake Foley up and question him while we're waiting for somebody to attack us? God help. Yes, please wake him up. I have some questions for him. Hey, Foley! Foley, wake up! Somebody wake him he up. Goes, yeah, I know, it hurts. Eyes slowly. Hey, Foley, how you doing over there? Doing alright? He nods. Yeah. You missed quite the chat we had with, uh, with Isaac Devere here. It's very informative. A lot of things exposed, truths, revelations. The man who I inadvertently murdered 20 years ago, setting the rest of my life on a terrible track of travails. Travails. It's apparently actually alive. Wild stuff. Interesting stuff. So, Foley. Charity's going to go, no, he shouldn't be conscious. Oh, well, he is. I guess I'm just good at waking people up. Good at turning people on, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no. Yeah? Charity? What's the problem? Something is wrong. Should I kick him? Foley, why are you awake? You shouldn't be awake right now. Okay, real talk, though. Um, Stormbringer's gonna grapple him. <laughs> He's tied up, and you just tackle yeah, him. Yeah, I'm just to the making ground. sure that everything is safe, okay? <laughs> yeah, all right. You tackle him to the and ground. And now that I have him, him tackled, a... I'm watching everything else for danger. Yep, you're putting him in a chokehold. Particularly watching for Riddle Machina. He looks confused. You're looking around. Give me a perception check, Stonebringer. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, that. The good Amazing. Thing. Okay. Stormbringer, your eyes and ears are attuned. You are listening for sounds that you even might forget. And you hear nothing at all, besides the movement on this jade circle in this area. Not even. And all the movement is accounted for by things I can see. And everything is accounted for. You are very certain there's nothing outside of this area. Perhaps it's nothing. Wait. (laughs) Wait. I don't hear anything outside of this. Right, you don't hear anything outside. Yeah, yes. There is no other movement in this place. The all the puppets that were downstairs have stopped moving. Everything else is quiet. Every smell, every noise seems accounted for for you. And that doesn't seem weird. Uh, no. I mean, it's a very quiet place, but you are on completely underground. And okay. it has been very quiet up in, you know. Rather, I guess. Okay. For, for the tick, 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 of like puppets every once in a while. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to sort of subtly slide my glance over to Arbin. Does this still seem like Arbin has something happened? Uh, that appears to be Arbin, yep. You don't see any change in Arbin. He kind of seems confused by all of a sudden the all, all of the attention on Foley. Listen, all right. Okay, everyone's jumpy. Foley, you'll have to excuse us. We're very jumpy because we understand that somebody has been sent by the Riddle Machina, you know who they are, to kill, to assassinate Israel Devere. Would that happen to be you, Foley? Slash... 
and also, we're also curious if you happen to have some kind of magical ability that allows you to wake up when you shouldn't. Does that make you feel better, Charity? He just stares at you. Burbage. Did you hear me? Foley? He nods. You hear me? He, you can... he nods. Alright. Okay. Can you talk? Yes. Do you need a cough drop? Is that what his voice sounded like before? Doesn't... Do, do you need some water? Here, give some... I'm going to give you some water. All right, Foley? Because I know, you know, this whole thing, I know that I started out my interaction with you on the iceberg by pointing at you and screaming. That wasn't really about you or me or what has transpired <laughs> about us before. It's more about just our general sense of, you know, what the fuck's going on. Now that we have more information... I'd be willing to treat you with a bit more just common decency. So here, I'm going to pull out my water. I'm going to approach you very cautiously. I'm going to give you some water and see if that helps maybe with the weird throaty voice situation. All right? Do you want some water? And I'm just kind of right up to him. All right. He kind of opens his mouth a little bit. All right. Here you go. You pour some in. I am prepared to like choke him out if he makes yeah, any throwing your... moves towards Burbage. Yeah, you still have your arm around his neck and stuff. You're <laughs> you're definitely there. Excuse my friends, we just want we just we're just looking for answers. You know, we've we've we we face so many dangers in our in our journeys. We've gone through travails, you know, travails. And it's just it's just so concerning, you know. So you have to understand why we're sort of nervous about the fact that you were out of your ropes and that you sounded really strange just now. I mean, we just faced a fucking dragon not an hour ago, so we're kind of on... on... what's the phrase I'm looking for? Charity? Edge? On God? edge. On alert. On guard. All of this. Yes, absolutely. There you go. That was some good water for you. Alright. Now, we're going to ask you again, can you talk? He nods. Okay. What's your name? Foley. Mm. That is not what he sounded like before, right? What? Yeah, does that sound... Who does... What does... Does that voice sound oh, familiar? It paranoid sounds like Lena, Lena doing the demon voice. Andy. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> He's is only this said a fucking Rakshasa? He's only said two words. It's a, it's a little hard to tell. Who did you introduce yourself to us as? Foley. That's uh -oh. no, you fucking didn't. Who the fuck are you? All right, no more water for you, sir. So you answer our questions. Putting pressure on his throat. Uh, Charity, give me a perception check. Sixteen. Sixteen. The cave is still cold, even though it's much warmer than the iceberg. You can see the breath even uh, coming out in, in little billows of steam on everyone. It's not uncomfortable, but it is cold enough. Foley does not have any steam. You cannot see his breath. Is he... Is he respirating in the sense of like, is his chest rising and falling? He does not seem to be having a physical at all reaction to cold. And hey, that concludes tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed this and are curious to see where the story goes, Please follow us on Twitch, where we are simply Helpful Goat, or subscribe on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. Uh, we are a small independent game design firm. We could use your support. Um, thanks, everyone, so much for listening tonight. Uh, we hope we could brighten up just a little bit of these dismal times with some intrigue and secrets. Um, and hey, if you want to listen to uh, our hundreds of hours of play um, and the story thus far, you can find us on Goats and, at Goats and Dragons. Uh, anywhere you get podcasts 
Um, and if you like us and you want to hear us play other games too, um, we play some video games every once in a while on Twitch as well as on YouTube. And uh, we also have Helpful Good Gaming Presents, which are much smaller uh, snippets of all of this. So anyway, all of that, uh, thank you for being with us. Thank you for your support. We love you guys. Hang in there. And from all of us on Goats and Dragons, we wish you an excellent evening. Good night. Good night. Bye. Good night, everybody. Stay safe. Be well. Love y'all. Hope you do. Yeah. Hope to see you again soon. We're out. Whoo! What have we fought before that doesn't have that's invuln that's um, immune to cold? You guys, fucking Andy. <laughs> I'm trying to rack my brain. <laughs> immune to cold. Pelotoff. <laughs> I don't think it's Pelotov. We didn't fight Pelotov. Well, that we've seen. Burbage did wonder if he would be immune to Bright Fang. I knew that. Um, what was Shinnick? A fiend. I don't think they're immune to cold. Not generally, no. Um, so I will say, I will say that as, so I did listen to the extra, the bonus episode. <laughs> okay. So this is me <laughs> trying to be the player, not the editor. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, wait, would you have expected, or is it okay that a player would have listened to the bonus episode of the, sure. the Aryan? Yeah. yeah. So Burbage in that would in... have also known the story. Yes, that is I I was kind of holding that in because I, I don't want it to be that Burbage remembers every detail of every story. But at this point, uh, probably at the end of this episode, he, he might have gears might have started turning. Burbage re remembers from one of it's just one of the stories, right? Of the three stories that Pelototh did this. Yes, that in one of them the blaze of glitter story that Arian pretended to be a fae and convinced Pelototh to do these like competitions um, of strength with against her. And that during these competitions, Pelototh shrunk down and took the form of, of Arian herself. Why would right? Pelototh pretend to be Foley? I'm that not saying you're sense. wrong. I'm just saying, like, what the fuck? It would also make sense, though, because of the way he disappeared. He shrouded the area over by Foley. And he did say that if he could leave this place, he would have He would have liked to. He would like to pay a visit to Israq Devere if he got the chance. I don't know so why. I'm, do dragons keep their strength when they're shrunken down to human size? Uh, kinda. They keep most of their stats. Cause I'm not stronger than a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> He's Indeed. not fighting you. <laughs> not saying not it's a yet. dragon. Not saying it's a dragon. Just saying. Uh, that's a fun guess. Burbage, thank you. <laughs> it was just based on Galway's observation that Pelototh is a recent creature we saw who might be immune to cold damage. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't feel bad. I think that's going to probably come up pretty quick next time. So if you, if you figure this out, that's totally fine. Yeah. I mean, especially the note that you ended on. I think that, yeah. <clears throat> well done everyone that was awesome that was that was fun that was a good way to end an exposition dump just make sure you keep us tense <laughs> <laughs> oh man fun birthday thank you everyone yes happy birthday andy happy birthday man appreciate hope it. this was a fun way to spend your birthday it really was a lot of seeing us seeing us wander through this maze you've built yeah yeah i see you see the end <laughs> sort of see the life <laughs> at the end 
put the pieces together. I loved it so much. <laughs> this has been Goats and Dragons presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.